Okay. So I'm um watching um God and his providence and the way he does things at times that you don't understand. So I had to do a little moving and um want to thank God for Kwame and his boys and Esther and you know Lindsay for preparing and Nelly for getting food ready for us after we finished doing all the carrying the work so we could eat. You know, I'm grateful to God for the family that I have and the people who come together and help. Well, um, on the way there, you know, we went back and forth. Should I just ask her, should you meet me in there? Should I meet you here? How are we going to get together? Are we going to, you know, how are we going to ride out with Esther because she had to drop me off at the place to pick up the truck? I can't drive my car and leave the car there. So, you know, all this good stuff. So long story short, we decide, I decided to go with the original plan God gave me. I'm going to repeat that. Long story short, I go, decided to go with the original plan God gave me. I'll repeat that one more time. <laughs> After going back and forth, well, maybe this would be better. May that be better. At the, at the end, I decided to go with the plan God gave me and let Esther pick me up and bring me. Okay. So we're on the road, we're on our way, and she says she wants to stop at Panera. Now, I know 80, almost like the back of my hand. I know where the Paneras are, the ones that's close to the highway, but my mind goes blank, brain fought. I can't remember for the life of me where it is. She says, you think it's 27? No, I think it's 20. No, it's 20. So I went on my thing and I looked on my app and I saw Flint. Um, not Flanders, Ledgewood. And I selected that. That's not the one. The one is Flanders. As soon as you get off the highway, it's right there. I picked Ledgewood, which means you got to get off the highway and drive another mile and a half to get to it. So you got it. it it's out the way. But I just kind of had a sense, well, you're going to Ledgewood. So that's it. Just, just be quiet and go to Ledgewood. As soon as we pull into the parking lot of Panera, I hear this hard metal on metal scratching sound. And I'm like, that's your brakes. It sounds like your brakes. You think something's under the car? No, it sounds that's I hear metal scratching metal. Like this, that means, you know, if you hear metal scratching metal, they're gone. You don't have their brakes are gone. They're gone in our existence. Now she said, you know, just a side note, there was no squeaks, there was no nothing to warn her that they were getting low. So just all of a sudden, as wow. soon as we pulled in Panera parking lot, it started making this noise. Well, I'm not a car specialist. I just know what I hear. We go inside to order our food. And while she's standing in the back ordering, God says to me, go online and type in brakes repair specialist right now. Just do it. Don't ask. Just do it. I type it in and a few names come up. Now, I want you to pay attention to this. Mida Key and brand names, pet boys that I know. But one name jumps out at me. It says Knight, Knight's Brake Auto Repair. And I felt my spirit call that one. Okay, I call them. You know, we crowded. We, we got a schedule, but if you can get here in the next few minutes, we'll take a look at it. Well, they're four minutes away from where we are. We're going to head on over there. Tell you the story for a reason, because God's providence is powerful. That wrong Panera was the right Panera. Mm -hmm. We went to that garage 
They looked at it. They came back with a price that was pretty up there. I said, both your breaks of seas, blah, blah, blah. We need to do some work. And we were looking at the numbers and it was like, well, you want to get a second opinion? I don't know. And so she looked up, uh, I think, Mideke. And they came back with, well, you got to bring it. And the way he's talking to her on the phone, even though I'm not on the phone, I can hear him. He's talking to her like, dumb woman, does just do what I say. You know, you got to bring it. I can't tell you nothing until I see it. You got to bring it here. So we got a whole printout from the first people. We know what they're saying it needs. We know he's not going to say anything different. So she puts me on speaker and, she, and his whole tone changes. Hi, well, you know, I mean, if you could, you know, bring it in. Because it's hard for me to tell if I don't see it. And this and that is going on and on and on. Long story short, my heart is going, but God, this is where you told me to go. It ain't my car. I don't have a decision. But, you know, you want to go get a second opinion. These people offered us a loaner car, which I never heard. You get a brake repair that they'll give you a loaner car. They loan often a loaner car. The other place is saying, well, we got a connection with, with Enterprise if you want us to. But that wasn't the show show of God. The show show of God is when we, when I'm standing with her waiting for her to decide, do you want to go take it over to this other place and get the, them let them look at it a second opinion or what you want to do she the woman comes out the back and comes over to her and says listen i'll drop the price of this and i'll change the price of that and i will not do i won't charge for that if i have to but i don't want you leaving here with the brakes like that i wouldn't hate i don't want something to happen to you and all of a sudden it was like there was this care there was this there was this thing that confirmed to me yeah. And Esther was touched by the fact that they cared so much. Like, I don't, we ain't, we ain't worried about you going somewhere else. We're not even going to charge you for looking at it. But we don't really don't want you to pull off the lot with the brakes like this. They're really in bad shape. We decided to stay with them. It was God's move. And after we decided, I looked over at one of the knights, because it's called Knights Auto. So they have knights, you know, knights in shining armor and, and, and armor suits and stuff sitting around. And I look on the sword and I, I don't remember the scripture, but it had a psalm written across the scripture about uh, I, I looked. I know the psalm is like about the, the, the peace, the protection, like a mother overseeing. A hand. It's one of those kind of things. And I was like, this is the goodness of God. I see. If we surrender. And give God a chance. God's not just a father, he's a mother. And that is the part that I think we miss. We see father, we see authority, we see, you know, the rule, we see the hand if necessary. But I think sometimes we forget about the nurturer, the mother, the, the, you know, father, male and female, he made them. And I believe that what I'm seeing in this season of my life is God the nurturer, as well as God, the corrector and teacher, God, the, 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 the comforter. And this wasn't part of the message, but it is now. God does take care of us in every way, not just in the area of correction and rebuke and, and, and blessings and gifts and gift cards and 
but also in the area of kiss the boo-boo when you hurt your foot and 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 rub your head when you got a headache and 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 bring you some warm soup when you're not feeling good. It's it's that side of God that I'm learning to embrace in this season. Somebody say God the nurturer. Amen. 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 I could do a whole message on that, but uh <laughs> we will. We will. But I do want to finish up this Psalm 23 and lay such a great foundation and help me out. And it definitely prepared me for the week that passed and some of the mess that came at me. But in it, I'm learning. The word God gave me, and I was sharing it with Sophie upstairs, when people come at me to not retaliate, because my thing is, you step on my toe, I'm stepping on your face. You know, that's my that's my thing. I'm not stepping on your toe. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm putting an end to this, right? And the, the stepping will end with my step, right? And God is teaching me, you know, sometimes I, I just, I just, son, I need you to know when I tell you to go to battle and I need you to be still. And there's times that you need to not respond. Somebody can say amen to that. There's Come on, there's times you need to not. This, thank you, Lord. We all know the scripture, if I hold my peace, the Lord will fight my battle and victory will be mine. But the, the issue is you got to hold on to your peace. And this, there's certain people that know how to poke you right where your peace, you just throw your peace right away. You just let it go. And like, okay, it's on. It's on now. And God has been saying to me, but if you don't hold your peace, then I can't fight your battle. The, the victory is in you holding your peace and letting him do it. We have to give him the opportunity to do it. We have to give him the opportunity to fight the battle for us. Not, I'm going to take it as far as I can. And then when it all goes wrong, God, I'm going to turn it over to you. But we have to learn to say, God, I want to turn this over to you as soon as I get the opportunity to and, and ask you for the strength to do so. So sharing this word has cost me some opportunity to have to experience it and find it out. So here we go. Mess around and find out. I found out. So here we go. Starting at verse one, I won't go through all this again because we went through the past two weeks. The Lord is my shepherd, meaning to lead, to guide, and to shield me. And I shall not lack or want if I let the Lord feed, guide, and shield me. Keep it moving. He lets me or he makes me to lay down in green pastures. He gets, he makes me rest. He puts me in rest position. He leads me beside still and quiet waters. He refreshes and restores my soul or my life. Yes. And we didn't get further than that. And I won't go over those again because we did them. But then it says he leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. So if he's my shepherd and my lead and my guide and my shield, He'll lead me down the path of right standing for his namesake, not for you, for his namesake. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. So let's talk about that for a few seconds. Ready? I've come to this revelation. I'm learning this. I'm getting it. I understand it better. God doesn't protect me for me. 
He doesn't protect me for my pride or my ego or for my feelings or for the way I feel about him. God, you know how I feel and I just don't feel. God's like, yeah, I protect you for my namesake. Let me, let me see if you get that. Mm. A father protects his children. They're his namesake. I'm not going to let you punk my kid. That's a representation of me. I got to go to, I got to go to war for mine. He protects you for his namesake. I'm not going to have nobody saying that anybody and anything has right to my babies. But there's a requirement and that is he's the shepherd. So if we're not seeing the protection of God like we want to see it is because we're not allowing him to shepherd. And so I realized the realization is I always think God looks out for me for me but I'm coming to the realization that he lies, leads me to righteousness because of his promise for his namesake. So that gives it more power, more validity because him looking out for me feels great, but you got a name to uphold. That's stronger. That's a more, it's more of a reason than anything to have God protecting you. Because you, I represent you. You have my name. You call on my name. I can't have myself looking like crap. Amen? So let's, let's keep moving. He leads me in the path for right standing with him, but it's for his namesake. Now, this is where it gets real powerful. Even though I walk through the valley of death or the, the valley of the shadow of death, let me make sure I say that right. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It doesn't say even though I walk through death. It says the valley of the shadow. I will fear no evil for you are with me. This one needs a little more finessing, but stay with me. He didn't say that we walk through the valley of death. He said the shadow of it. So it's not death that's frightening us. It's a lingering shadow of something that's past or is behind us or beside us or before us. But death is not supposed to come near us because we belong to him. So the, the valley of death is a shadow of. It's not death itself. We have eternal life. Death is not something we fear. Death is a shadow to us. If we walk in the valley of what death tries to project as a shadow toward us, there's nothing to fear. Let, let, me, let, me, let me make it simpler. If somebody's coming at you to attack you, you may feel afraid. You should not be afraid of their shadow. Shadow can't do you no harm. Is just a representation or an image of something that may loom, but not, they're not present. If you stand across a field and you stand in the right place where the shadow hits you right, your shadow looks like a giant. But you're still small. Your shadow looks huge. Death's shadow may cast a big image but it's still just a shadow. So when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't fear evil. Why? I want you to catch this reason. 
For what? For what? For who is with you? For God is with me. So I won't fear because you are with me. Now, this is the part where I get a little bit, little bit deep. Okay? But then simple. When I walk through the valley of the shadow of, shadow of death, I won't fear evil because you are with me. So here's my question. With you how? How is he with you? Here's the question. I'm putting on the floor. How is he with you? How is he with you? What does that mean? I won't fear because you are with me. Somebody in the house, give me your thoughts on that. You can say something if you want. How is he with you? What does that mean? Should I say it loud? Keeps you alive. Okay. I like that. There's gonna, not going to be any wrong answers here. I guarantee you that. I just want to make sure there's a, 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 a perspective of it that you're seeing that you may not be seeing. But there's no wrong answers to how he's with you that you can give. So share some. Wisdom. With wisdom. He's with you with wisdom. I like that. Right. You won't fear because you have his wisdom. That makes perfect sense. Huh? One more time. His spirit is with you. That's awesome too, right? Why should I fear the shadow of death when his living spirit is with me? I'm loving all of these. What did you say over here? He's a shield. So he's your protection. I won't fear because he's a shield. He's my protection. Is that is that enough? Anybody else want to jump in? Okay, I like that. He said, as a shield, because they got to go through me first. So you are on the path of where I'm going. Come on. that Because you're, you're with me, they got to go through me to get to you. So here's the key. He's saying, no, spot. He's saying, you were with me, but you're with me as a shepherd, not as a call on emergency or break glass. And that's where we miss God. We try to put God in the place of helper and servant. But he says, you are with me as what you said, the lead. You are with me as you got to go through me first before you get to them. You are with me in front, not you're with me on the side or you with me because you got my back, God. You with me in front. You're the shepherd. You got the rod and you're leading. So I don't fear when I allow the shepherd to be in his place. He needs to be leading. Yeah, but you know, logically thinking, no, but the way it looks to me, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all sounds good and it's intellectual and it makes a lot of sense. You might even be able to pull up two or three scriptures to back up your stupid beliefs. But the bottom line is he has to be leading in order for you to be protected. He has to be leading in order for you to get the wisdom. He has to be leading in order for you to feel the presence of his spirit. He has to be leading. So he's saying, I will not fear because you are with me in front of me, as I said, like a shield. Well, what better shield than to have the shepherd in front of you, not a, a metal piece of shield or some little <laughs> gladiator shield. The shield is him. The father is the shield. He's the protection. And he's saying, you are with me, meaning he should say, for I am with you, would probably be better English. But he's saying, you are with me, meaning you're right there. 
I can touch you. You're shepherding, you're leading, and even though you're leading me to what looks like the shadow of death, because you're leading, I will not fear. Because I'm following you, I'm going to be okay. So in simple things, I'm learning like, for example, why did we go to the wrong one and get off the wrong exit? There's a reason for it. And I knew it in my inside, like, okay, so we're going to this one. Is this taking us out of the way? It Well, it pushed off our whole moving thing for a whole extra day because by the time we got there, the place was closed. We had to lock up the truck, spend the night, get up six o'clock in the morning, you know, and she was apologizing. You know, I'm sorry for putting, no, everything went the way it was supposed to go. I didn't, you all, oh, she could have been driving down the highway and your brakes went out. None of there's no inconvenience to me when I'm being led by the shepherd. I'm not inconvenienced if he goes the long way. I'm not inconvenienced if he takes another route that takes longer than I think it's supposed to take. It doesn't matter if he's shepherding. I'm following him and I'm trusting that the steps he's leading me on are necessary to his plan for his namesake. That's the key. For his name's sake, not for mine, not for what's best for me, for what's best for what he wanted to do that day. He wanted to catch those brakes before she was driving down the road and they just shut down. She heard the noise and thought that something was stuck under the car. I immediately knew this is brakes. She may have heard that noise and kept driving, thinking nothing was wrong with it. I knew it was brakes. This is the thing. I'm not inconvenienced if he takes me off the path, if I'm letting him be the shepherd. I'm inconvenienced when I'm trying to get God to follow my plan. This is simple, but it's powerful, man. Hmm. I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort and console me. So your rod and staff to guide. What does that mean? Once again, he's in front. He's the guy. The guy doesn't give you the tour from the back of the line. He gives you the tour from the front of the line. He's the tour guide. He leads the way and you follow. You ever anybody ever went on a tour or uh, uh, one of them little um, it's little things where they taking you around and showing you the sights and et cetera, et cetera, right? And, and that person's walking in front of you and they say, "And no, don't go over there because that right there is poison. Uh, you can eat these, but you can't eat those. They may look the same, but those are dangerous, right?" Wow. Um, I was talking to somebody because then I've been really like into the. Fr- Vegetables and fruits. And you ever heard of rhubarb? Rhubarb, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's like a long leafy, uh, look like a plant, and you got these long purple stems, and you got these big green leaves. And you probably heard of rhubarb pie. They make pie out of rhubarb. So here's an interesting thing that I didn't know. Just by having a guy. You can eat the stems, but the leaves are poisonous. You look at them and think that they're, they're, they're part of this. And the leaves is usually what you eat. 
not on this plant. You don't eat the leaves. You just eat the stalk. But these are what guides will show you. So God would say, well, don't go that way, but it's shorter, but don't go that way, but it's quicker, but, but all my friends are over there, but don't go that way, but everybody I know is doing it, but don't go that way. Wow. Having a conversation with somebody a little while ago, and they, they were talking about relationships, and they were concerned about where they were in relationship in terms of their time and their season and when they're someone may come and they made a comment effect of, you know, I know such, such person there on their third or fourth marriage and, and I'm still waiting. I'm like, so you want, you envy them? <laughs> you want three or four marriages? <laughs> like, I I, do you hear what you, oh, wow. I didn't think like you're, you're looking at them and judging yourself based on them. That's not being shepherded too smart. I don't want to be, I don't want to envy the person who got divorced three times. You know, why? No, that's not, that's not the outcome we're looking for. We want the outcome that the shepherd is presenting. And I'm saying this to you and I'm beating this in for this reason, because a lot of times it seems to go against what feels right, simple, best, all the things that we like. It seems to cloud our judgment when we are pulled by what we see and not being led by the shepherd himself. And that takes time, and that takes practice, and that takes stopping. Even when I'm the most excited, everything seems to be right. All the feelings say yay, but just this one little thing inside is going, right. hmm, hmm, hmm. Then my answer is then it's no, and until it's yes, it's no. Come on. And until it's yes, it's no. But I'm not really sure. Then it's no. Well, I think it could be, but it's no. But it's a good chance, but it's no. Until it's yes, it's no. Let the shepherd guide. And it could be no right now, but it's no. It's no. It's no today. We forget about what it could be tomorrow. It's no today. Let's just work with that. So I'm learning that. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting much better at going. It'll work out. It'll be okay. It's going to be okay. But what do you think about it? It'll work out. Why? Because when I feel that I'm walking with the shepherd, there's this confidence that even though the valley of the shadow of death, that death seems to loom even largely, the shepherd's staff, his rod, he got his rod to go upside the enemy's head. He's good. Let him lead. Um, there's so much more I can say, but you know where I am nowadays in my messages. I just want to make a point of points and not drag it in. Let the leader lead. Remember that record by um, Rakim? Rakim? Let the leader lead. I think that we should always be mindful of the fact that we have choices and options. They're big. They're strong. The desires pull and pull and pull. And I have some things pulling at me right now that just are tugging me so hard. They tug me in the middle of the night. But I have to keep saying, yeah, God, but I know if I do it my way, it's going to go against me. 
So I'm going to have to let you leave. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to. I could to totally handle this in a, in a few minutes if you just let me do what I want to do. I can handle this. God's like, well, you can. But if you do, I don't. And I'm not your cleanup woman that's going to keep coming in and clean up your messes after you make them. So I'm telling you right now, let me leave. And when you walk through what looks like the valley of the shadow of death, you will feel no, feel no fear because my rod will comfort you. My staff will keep you. Um, I want to read one last thing before I go. Um, God led me to um, this in, in, in um, our prayer time when Nellie and I have prayer. And she's my, she's my prayer partner and keeps me, uh, keeps me before the throne in prayer especially when I'm in those modes, when I want to, you know, she, she has that way of just saying, okay, well, we're going to pray about it. And I, I don't want to pray. The time for praying is past. It's time to take action. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's time for you to shut up and pray. And so, <laughs> my God is so good. Somebody say God is awesome. <laughs> he, he's very smart in the in the prayers that are very much are very much um submitting all to god is the prayer that she shared with me and um sometime when god gives you a word or a scripture or a prayer you, you ever read in the Bible and you see verses and you're like, oh, boy, I don't want to read this one right now. Where I'm at right now, I don't really want to see this one. I'm going to skip over that. And God's like, no, 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 no. So I'm going to read this prayer. And I pray that it sits well for you and that it's a blessing to you and that it carries you to the seasons and times that you need to walk through. And it's called submitting all to God. Father, you are supreme authority a God of order. You have instituted other authorities and structures that will support healthy relationships and maintain harmony. It is my decision to surrender my will to you that I might find protection and dwell in the secret place of the most high. Did you hear the whole Psalm 23 verse that we just did right there? Thank you for pastors and leaders of the church those who are submitted to you and are examples to the congregation. I submit to the church elders, the ministers, the spiritual guides of the church, giving them due respect and yielding to their counsel. That wasn't the part that jumped out for me. Here's the part. Lord, you know just how rebellious I have been. I ask for your forgiveness for manipulating circumstances and people for trying to manipulate you to get my own way. May your will be done in my life as it is in heaven. Father, when I feel like my life is spiraling out of control, I bind my mind to the mind of Christ and my emotions to the control of the Holy Spirit. I lose my mind for obsessive thought patterns that try to confuse me. 
Obedience is far better than sacrifice. Father, you are much more interested in my listening to you than in my offerings of material things to you. Rebellion is bad as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. Forgive me for practicing witchcraft and worshiping idols. Father, you deserve honesty from the heart. Yes, utter sincere and truthfulness. Oh, give me the wisdom. It says sprinkle me, but I say shower me with the cleansing blood and I shall be clean again. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. You have rescued me from the dominion of darkness and brought me into the kingdom of your dear son, whom you love. I have redemption and forgiveness of sin in him. Lord, I want to follow you. I am putting aside my own desires and conveniences. I yield my desires that are not in line with your plan. For me, even in the midst of the fears, or it says my fears, but I say in the, even in the midst of fear, we will not say my or claim fears. Even in the midst of fear, I surrender and entrust my future to you. I choose to take up my cross and follow you, cleave to and steadfastly, conforming wholly to your example in living and even if it need be, dying. I desire to lose my lower life on your account that I might find the higher life. Father, you gave me Jesus to be my example. He has returned to you, Father, and has sent his Holy Spirit to be my helper and guide, shepherd. In this world, there are temptations and trials and tribulations, but Jesus has overcome this world and I am of good cheer. Jesus is my Lord, and I choose to become his servant. He calls me his friend. Lord, help me to walk through the process of surrender and surrendering all of my life to you. I exchange rebellion and stubbornness for a willing and obedient heart. When I refuse to listen, anoint my ears to hear. When I am blinded by my own desires, open my eyes to see. I belong to Jesus Christ, the anointed one, who breaks down and destroys every yoke of bondage. In his name and in obedience to your will, Father, I submit to the control and direction of the Holy Spirit, whom you have sent to live in me. I am your child. All, I, all to you I surrender. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. And the word of my testimony in Jesus' name. And the people of God said, and amen. God bless you. Love you.